Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this episode is sponsored by Ernie's Midtown Pub, 1025 Fifth Avenue, Rockville, Illinois. Every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., they have $10 bottomless mimosas, $4 raspberry and blueberry mimosas, $4 Bloody Marys, and a breakfast burrito to die for for another 8 bucks. Um, the food there is amazing. What Buddha, what you think about the food there? Yo, it's absolute nuts. Check it out, man. They're burgers, fries, pretzel every, bites. Pretzel bites. Their beer is excellent. Man, one um, of my favorite spots to eat at. Yeah, definitely a dope spot. Um, shout out AV, man. Make sure you go check it out. Um, yeah. Once again, 1025 Fifth Avenue, Rockford, Illinois. Ernie's Midtown Pub. Bombers Mimosas every Saturday. Check them out. Check one two, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Monster Mash. My name is DJ Rick Monster. Um, today I have a special guest. I always have special guests on this bitch, but today I got my homie right here, uh, Balter Ramirez, aka. Artista, DJ Artista in the building. Um, it's been a while since I've had you on, bro. Uh, I think it's in June 2020, and it's right now 2022, about to be February 2022, actually. Yeah, so it's been a year and a half since since you've been on. Which was, is what, which, wasn't that the first one of the first you were interviews? You're the first interview, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. It wasn't really an interview, I was just trying to get uh used to just talking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was my first real uh talking. Anything, yeah. um, podcast of mine. I've been on other podcasts before that, but first time where I was talking and you know what I'm saying and questions, questions, yeah. and you know all that, all that good stuff. But yeah, man, I just want to have you on, man. Just, just you know, just like like how we did last time, and just kind of bullshit talk about you know events we've done, once we plan to do, and some of the stuff you got coming up soon. Yes, sir. But uh, I think we're gonna have to start off with a little shot, though. Always, man. I think last time too, we we killed the bottle of Hennessy. We got so, fucked up. I think we yeah. halfway through that bottle last yeah, time. No, we rocked that bottle. Yeah. We finished it. Maybe not on the air, but I mean, as soon as oh, I got yeah. done recording, you and me were uh, toasted. It was like a two-hour interview. If I, think. I don't remember. It was it was a while. I mean, I I, I did it down. It was definitely long. Pour myself a little cup. Yes, sir. Pour you one. I got that lemonade, you know what I'm saying? That bay, I think it's called bay. Bye. Bye. Whatever the fuck. Bye. Who the fuck knows now, dude? Damn, yours a little bit heavy. But, uh, That's how you bad. feel. It's cool. Where you coming from today? Chicago. Right oh yeah. It was uh, it was kicking out at Reggie's last night for Rocky Fresh. Uh, oh, they had that anniversary show, huh? For uh, driving '88. Yeah. How was that? It was cool. It was like just kind of a moment to kind of think about the last, you know, what we were ten doing years. ten years ago. You know, that shit was yeah. crazy. Ten years ago was twenty twelve. Like that shit wasn't even. That's like, that shit's still not even on Apple Music. I think hear it on YouTube. That's a good segue because ten years ago you started RKFD clothing brand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really been pushing that, but I do plan on doing something with that. Twenty twelve, right? Yeah, twenty twelve. That's when you dropped the first hat. The hat, which is that's how it kind of started. The first show was in 2013 in March, at um, Briggs Mansion. No, 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 no. You did, you did before that. You did it with uh, Doc and Jerry. Yeah, but I guess like the first like big drop was mm. at 
Briggs Mansion. But no, yeah, the first event ever was um, at Cortman Gallery. That was. It was a Frank Ocean listening party for when he dropped Channel Orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it all came from Chicago because I mean we would always go to listening parties because they would have free shit. When did you guys start that? Um, remember when you guys used to have that? Uh, was it the um, that Yeezus Yeezus versus J Cole's album? Yeah. What year would y'all do that? That was twenty twelve. Yeah. No, that was that was after Frank Ocean one. Oh, okay. That was the summer. So twenty thirteen or it was it was it was twenty thirteen because I thought that Yeezus album dropping oh no no because I remember the date it was it was like June thirteen June eighteen or some shit like that yeah I took the old uh, I basically just took inspiration from that old uh, was the source of the vibe where it was Kanye against Fifty Cent when they're facing yeah well they did theirs yeah so I just did that but I just switched out Fifty Cent with J Cole I think it was the massacre yeah. yeah, cause that's when Fifty Cent was on. He was like had control of hip hop, and Kanye yeah. came to kill the whole gangster rap scene, you know. Yeah, and he did. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, cause I remember that was a big thing. It was like yeah. Fifty Cent, the massacre came out, and Kanye's second album came out. Yeah, and they were trying to see who was gonna. I remember it was a big thing on BET. Well, yeah, you know, you know, Kanye always trying to. Do the most. But this is young Kanye. He just, <laughs> yeah. Before he even knew what the fuck he was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he knew he knew he was confident. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> well, before we knew what he was, I guess you could say. Well, you know, his, obviously his first album was a shit, but it was still, like, still up in the air, you know? Yeah. If he was going to still come out with, you know, this is fresh off of um, 50 Cent. Yeah, that was the era of 50 Cent. Wankster in, in the club. Oh, yeah. And he was the G-Unit, biggest shit. Yeah, he shit. was the biggest shit. G-Unit Sneakers. Yeah, G-Unit Sneakers. <laughs> Shout out JB. Shout out JB. <laughs> Genius niggas. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was good times. Let's uh, let's you roll over there, rolling the joint, man. Yeah, we got it done. We got let's it ready to go. Let's take the shot real quick. Salud. Yes, sir. Salud. Yes, sir. That's not bad. It's cold too. Yeah. What else is new, man? What you got? Um. I know you just got done DJing. Uh, was it last weekend at um? We're on tap. We're on tap. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so you and me did that on Black Wednesday. Yep. And mm-hmm. that was dope. It was just packed as fuck. Hell yeah, it's small. It's a, it's small, a spot. small little spot. It's a little intimate spot. Yeah. But I kind of like that. It's a small spot. You know, it's kind of that way. It looks cracking. Yeah, like in all the pictures. Yeah, stuff. like it doesn't matter if it's twenty, thirty people in there or a hundred people in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still gonna be look decent. How was it that day? It was dope. Uh, it was actually one of the first times I went, and it wasn't packed already. Cause usually when I go set up, like all the fuckers already, all the tables already filled, like mm-hmm. the regulars. Are yep, there. yep. But this is the first time I got there, and I was like, oh shit, this bitch is empty. Oh uh, yeah. So this is the first time I was able to kind of gauge kind of the time frame on when people get there and shit like that. And what time do you start there at ten? Ten. That's dope. That's a dope uh, little. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because people don't realize, like these bars around here. Um, on top of being a bar, they're a lot of times they're restaurants. Yep. So people, a lot of people are eating, still. You know what I'm saying? They get there at eight thirty for a late night dinner or whatever, and boom, they're they're, they're still there till nine thirty. Exactly. And so you know, once you, once we come in, we start playing loud ass music. It's like, oh. So it's that awkward moment. Yeah. But and then also just kind of be work around their budgets, you know. It'd be like, well, you know, if you're not trying to spend that much, then we'll still start ten. Ain't no point in doing nine. Yeah. 
Um, Night two. Yep. But um, yeah, Ron Tap man, I just been kind of trying to really actively kind of get back into the DJ scene as mm -hmm. far as like throwing events. You know, we've been two years since we really had that shit on lock. Yeah. As far as like. It's our been weekend, sporadic. It's our been, weekends lock on lock. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I ain't trying to go back to being every fucking weekend because that shit kind of sucked. Um, yeah. As far as like not being a dude like the family things mm -hmm. or just do, just enjoy life, you know? Um, it was nice because of the money. But the money was great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. to do that every weekend or even every New Year's or every holiday, yeah. every, it was a hassle. But at the same time, you're like, yep. this little $400 look good right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. But um, but yeah, man, just been actively trying to get into spots, man, and just trying to do different things and and push it even further. You know, I don't want to go back and I want I don't want to go back and just do what we did and and not kind of like push it further. You know, mm -hmm. um, not only ourselves but everybody else, any other DJ, any other so many people, out. so many people hit me up and just I've seen tweets and I've seen all that shit where people are just like, damn. District was a vibe, or district was man, this or that, and we missed, you know, our district. Yeah, because what it, what it really was, I feel like people had. I mean, people they definitely enjoyed it, but I feel like it it got to a certain point where it was almost like the norm, and they didn't realize what what it was, what it was, and what yeah. we were able to build. Yeah, because that shit took years, man, and that took years and years of doing art shows, doing different things, going in there, and you know, being real strict with the music to yeah. kind of really get it built to the point where the bar would trust us to just handle the night well you know? i mean at first they were they they said they were strict with the music with us but yeah i think we we definitely didn't give a fuck we never give a fuck but i mean we, i mean we knew what to do though we, we understood like we understood. Under, we understood as as business owners ourselves and we wouldn't want to bring nothing Negative to the bar, or whatever, where shit gets crazy, you know what I'm saying? So we, we did find a happy medium where we threw in old school shit and we threw in the new school and then we threw in our little Latin shit, reggaeton. And, Got to for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I think that's what separated us a lot from the DJs here that we threw that a lot of that stuff in. And, you know, there's a lot of DJs out there that, you know, they, they like to kind of play like the remixed music and we kind of. We stuck to the original, the original oh, vibes of yeah. the songs. I mean, I'll play one or two here and there, but I'm not really into, I know you're not either, maybe because you came up, you know, on yeah. the same vibe as me, but the whole remix, using remix songs and, like, at DJ edited songs wasn't, isn't my thing. Unless it's, like, the, like a long intro or long or, outro yeah, type shit. Or well, like if I'm working on something and, like, I need that, because some songs, you know, they do have, like, shitty intros or... yeah. There's certain yeah, songs yeah, yeah. that are hit, hits like I was you fucking, gotta drop it on the one, yeah, or you gotta, or you gotta just cut it in because yeah. that shit has like yeah. don't have a cool like yeah. intro that matches that's eight or sixteen bars because mm -hmm. you do sixteen bars as an intro. I mean, yeah. so people that kind of understand every song is kind of built around that because you can transition the start of the yeah. chorus. You should be able to start another song and it should like by the time that verse starts, that chorus should be over, and that's how most songs are built. But I'm just throwing that in there because I, I don't know if a lot of people know that. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But um, basically what he's saying is songs, most songs have an intro where it'd be like maybe four bars or eight bars and which, you know, it'll, it'll be the buildup of the beat and then boom, the maybe a chorus starts or the actual, the, um, what's it called, the, uh, the person rapping or singing or whatever starts or whatever. And so 
you know, the DJ edited songs help when those songs don't have that. There's some songs that come in like boom, uh, they just start rapping and and it or it's one beat and then they start rapping. So or, it's kind of yeah. awkward to like a perfect song it would be like in the club, like the original in the club song. Long as fuck. The, the, it, there is no like easy way to mix that in. Yeah. So they have certain songs where they have not not that I fucking play in the in the club anymore or anything like that. But that's a, that's a good example. I haven't played that in a while. I've been want, I've been wanting to. I just haven't found found the moment. You know what I'm saying? But I've been wanting to. It's like I, it's I, one of those songs that because you know I'm always doing like that birthday party on Friday. Mm-hmm. It was 2005. Okay, okay. So like in my head, I was like, ah, oh, dude, that would be a perfect song to throw. But you 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 said something dope that the girl wanted a 2000s vibes. But your two thousand vibes and her two thousand vibes were two different two thousand. Yeah, vibes. And, and I grew up. I mind you, I fucking. I was in high. I was a teenager. I fucking went to college and t- like I graduated college, um, high school in '08. So like, I know what two thousand vibes are. Like, <laughs> but her two thousand vibes were more like two thousand ten vibes. Well, the the dress, the dress, and, and shout out Angelina if you listen to me. I ain't talking shit. I'm just like. <laughs> But uh, the dr- the dress was um like nine nine nines and two thousands, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that fucking, like the fucking remember them glasses that everybody fucking wore, the baby fat. Like it wasn't the like the I didn't see nobody in no baby fat shit. Like someone, uh-huh. someone could have should someone should have pulled out the fat with farms. the jacket. Yeah, the with the jacket. Farm shoes? <laughs> with the jacket. Somebody, somebody should have man. I ain't seen no girl in there with the fat farm jacket with the big ass hoop earrings. Then they would show it with the south pole with the super shine on her hair. I don't know what the mm. fuck they put in there, but <laughs> that I shit. See. That's that 2000s right there. That's yeah. that fucking apple bottom jeans yeah, yeah, coat yeah. with the fur. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, that was a vibe, man. But that was a it was dope. It was dope. But the, I guess the music, because I was playing like all that shit, but then like, towards, like, towards the end, um, Shaquille came up to me talking about, hey, man, you going hard? Because like, Shaquille's like, kind of our age. I think he's older than me, actually. Um, but... He was outside like, man, you on hard and you're playing 2000 shit, but I think they're they, they're thinking more like 2010 type shit. Oh, like, okay. so, I, so I started going into like Mercy, the Watch the Throne era, the mm-hmm. J. Coles, the ASAPs, you know? 2012s. Basically, when you guys started the whole RKD thing, everything that was popping back during yeah, that time. Definitely. When you were in Chicago, 2010 to whatever, yep. maybe 15, 16. So when, so, but I still kept it. Early, I mean, I still kept two thousand. I just I, I threw in because I even still threw in some new songs too. Occasionally, you got yeah, to, yeah. to must. Yeah, put that must. way too sexy. You know what I'm saying? Girls love that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what's a what's the song that that you play now that you didn't think was gonna be a hit, but it's it's, it's pretty much a a banger. Damn, that's a that's a good one. You know, you know one that. I mean, I don't really. I mean, it's, it, it, I like it because it's you know it has its um, it has its things about it, but a song I didn't think it would be like a hit that, um, and I know when I hear when I say it, you're not really gonna understand, but you gotta understand if you see people in a bar, this bar, this song in particular plays really well in a bar setting where people are trying to dance. It doesn't, and it's um, it's like a Latin song, but it it translates well. Both sides is gasolina, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like you know, what I'm because you said what's the song that you didn't think was gonna be like a hit? That's gonna be like, like a Romanian hit, damn yeah. Um And I'm just like instantly I was like, well, gasolina, you know, because I don't. It's cool, and and to be honest, it was one of the songs that kind of made me aware of what reggaeton was back when yeah, it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, because that's when it that came on that, li- that little John Crunk Juice. It was on yeah. the special edition. Yeah, 
What? It was on the extra CD uh, of yeah, the country. Yeah, they had a remix of it pretty yeah. much. It was they, the same beat, everything. Yeah, Lil John like, remixed yeah. it, but come to find out, I mean, that's just a song that he been had. Yeah. But, you know, shout out to Lil John, man. Fucking one of the goats to ever do it for club bangers, bro. On Crunk Juice, huh? Yeah. And, then, and shout out to him because he, he, he made people aware of uh, Pitbull. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Pitbull, like, Reggaeton, like. Yeah. Fuck, a lot of people. For sure. Him. Uh, people like Nori, obviously, put uh, reggaeton on. Well, shit, bro, I put on that fucking Nori, that Oye Mi Canto, bro. Yeah. That shit, that's, I, I, I had posted that video on Instagram for National DJ Day. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, you, you do. Know? I remember seeing that. And uh, I have a, it's a longer video. I kind of cut it down, but I just I just thought everybody fucking singing in that bitch. I'm like, damn, that's what's up. I, I seem to find, I, I, I was talking about, I was talking to AJ about this, but I like to hear other DJs' perspectives on songs, but sometimes you hear songs that other DJs play, and you just never think to play them. Like in uh-huh. your head, and your head it doesn't sound right. But when somebody else plays it, and you hear, I'm like, damn, it does work. You know what I'm saying? It does sound good. Yeah, and, I, and then just seeing, I, I like, like let's say for example, I was in Chicago last night. Um, anytime I go out, I'm always listening to the DJ. Yeah. So most of the time, I don't like being anywhere where I know the DJ is just like doing. Like you could tell he's not like. Not trying, or or like it does not like it's not like it's not like really re- he's just playing music or playing what he likes or has a set, mm. but maybe sometimes it doesn't really. I don't see him like trying to touch it, like touch a soul somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have some type of participation. Um, and I mean, luckily that doesn't have too often because I feel like anybody that DJs kind of, for the most part, likes music. You know? Yeah. So, what the fuck did I was? Why, why did I talk about that? I'm trying to remember. Because you were in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah, but so as um as I'm hearing songs there, like one of the biggest things of, of when you're a DJ but you're not DJing is just looking how the, cr- the crowd reacts to the songs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you, you know, the, but going back to what you said, like man, it's just some songs you don't fuck with. You hear other DJs playing, but you see it works because you see the crowd reaction and how yeah. they responded. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, well, that's a cool little response. Because to be honest, that's that's when we play songs. I mean, yeah. For the most part, we try to put good music on, but we also looking for reactions and the transitions, and mm-hmm. even if to the point of of me going on the mic to say something, that's all strategic. Maybe I want to play this song, but the song doesn't really match up with the song I'm doing. So I'm, you know, I'm hop- there's options. I could cut it. I could get on the mic. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of different ways that Yo, your I mind. I want to see everybody right now shake the mother. No, I'm yeah, there's a great like, yeah, there's where a lot. it builds it up. Yeah, yeah, there's like there's so many ways you could transition the song. Um, and just always go with the vibe. I don't know, but I thought like going back to the whole Chicago, that DJ was dope at Rocky Fresh. Um, oh, that was his opening DJ. Or? Yeah, like he was he was keeping it real chill, you know. But like I wish he would have like had it lit the whole time. But I feel like I get it, you know. what I'm saying he wasn't trying to like have everybody all fucking late and then because you got Fresh come on. yeah, because he has to be the main event, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? Yep. So I mean, that that's another thing, DJing and knowing like what your with your part, your, your role in that fucking yeah. moment, you know, because as a DJ, you could you could you could turn that shit up. You could turn it up, bro, and you know, these are conversations I've had with you, like when you started DJing with me, like um, the difference between opening and closing, like or, you, or even the first set, the middle set, the last set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it uh, sometimes it does, depending on the room. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the bar you're at, the club, whatever. Um. If it's if it's a specific theme, I don't think it's not. It doesn't matter. Like like how you did two thousands thing, whether well, you know they're all gonna be bangers for that time. Dude, but, I, but when you're playing like a like a club a club where 
you know, the the hype up is at midnight or one o'clock or what, however you want to think about it. You know what I'm saying? You got to have the opener play the chill shit. The chill to build it up. You know what I'm saying? It, it's good. Like, like you the always have said, like, yeah. a, like a fucking ra- roller coaster, bro. Yeah. I'm going to ask how you would describe it. Like you got to take people on a ride, you know? Yeah. Like, they can't. I mean, at the same time, too, if you think about it, people are at the bar to drink. So if you have them on the dance floor the whole time, I mean, it's almost like you're in a team with the whole place, everybody that's working, because you can't have everybody lit the whole time. They're not going to drink them. Yeah. You got to give them moments to go back to the bar to order their whatever they're going to order, you know? Mm-hmm. Give them moments to chill, because if it's nonstop, they're going to feel like they might consider not going to get a drink because they're like, oh, this my shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and with that being said, we're going to take this whole shot on Yeah. Cheers up. Cheers, cheers, cheers. How long has it been? What time did we start? It's been 20 minutes, so. So we're doing a shot? Every 18 minutes or something. I put I. I can see, I can see how we finished that bottle last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, shout out Hennessy, man. Been drinking that shit for a minute. For a long I feel, time. I feel like a lot of people have. I've been drinking, I drink a lot of shit though. <laughs> yeah, we were drinking. What we were drinking last week? That uh, Miss Con bottle. Yeah, shit, I got that shit in the Jeep right now. A skirt. You was trying to bring it in. I'm like, nah, well, nah, nah. I didn't know if you had a bottle, you know. So if you I didn't have a bottle, we could have rocked that Miss I had that last week, but you, you busted out the Miss so we started drinking that. Oh yeah. And I was gonna say, let's go, to, let's, let's go to Alice's something with the bottle after um, the bar we went to last week. We went to, to go eat. But I was like, you know what? It's eight o'clock. Where the fuck we go? Let's go eat wings and shit. Remember at um, Dusty Boots? Dusty Boots, yeah. Yeah, I kind of remember that. That's fucked up. <laughs> you don't remember? I mean, yeah, I remember going, but I'm trying to remember like the conversations. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a conversation. I didn't even say nothing. To be honest. Yeah. But yeah, man. I feel like we just went to eat for real. <laughs> yeah, after I got done eating, I was like, yeah. I feel you. Ate too much. Yeah. But shit, man. So What's up, man? Uh, How you been, man? I'm t- I mean, man, shout out, hey, man, shout out my homie Rick, man. Been starting, got like two, three podcasts. Damn, nah, man. I, don't. I got two. That's I got fuck. this one, and I got uh, the Holy Forever podcast with Buddha. Shout out Buddha. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I just trying to get busy with this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, just another avenue just to get my boys out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm taking on obviously as you heard in other podcasts before this. I'm taking on um, people to sponsor the podcast and shit. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm starting I'm starting off uh, low, low. you know what I'm saying? Basically, you kind of give me a little little cash, you know what I'm saying? And I shout you out on the, on the intro, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And shout, you guys, shout out any specials you got going on, you know, where, where wherever your establishment is. Yeah. Uh, and saying that this uh, episode is sponsored by Baltimore Ramirez and Artista Productions. And, yes, sir. Uh, you owe me fifty dollars. I was kind of sure. I got a mix though. I'm working on a mix too. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's gonna come out the same time with this, right? Yeah, yep. So but. basically, like like we always do, we have a mix with the, with the, you know after the interview and shit. So this will be uploaded with the de- with the interview. Yeah. As far as the mix goes, you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you got. It, to be honest, is a yes. It's it's it's, it's there. a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. I'll, you know. It's like a. You surprised me. Yeah, I th- I know I said one thing, but it's like I don't know. I'm still like. I'm. I, you know what? Like I always, I try to encourage you know the DJs to uh, come with a mix that they're not known for, and that's that's kind of like what I want. 
know what I'm saying? If you're known for this, I want you to play something something that you're comfortable with, something that you like, that maybe not too many people like know about that you play. Yeah, cause I, yeah, cause I, I yeah, no, we t- we talked about this in regards to our shows too. But like uh, when you drop and mix, like you, it's always good to have a good range, just for um, marketing reasons. When you go to like try to get other gigs, but yeah. when you like, you also gotta think about like, man, you're an artist, so like you gotta kind of drop a mix where it's like people, not stuff that people want to hear yeah. but need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's why I love doing art shows, just because. You know, they just I just do whatever the fuck I want, and whatever I'm feeling, that's yep. what I'm gonna play. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, that, and the most ninety nine percent of the time it doesn't have nothing to do with top forty shit. It's some weird ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so, at our shows, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. You could literally play anything because the de- you're creating a vibe, and people you're can, in, like you said, you're an artist yourself yeah. as a DJ, so you have to. I mean, it's just, articulate. Yeah, you know what I'm definitely your sound. Yep. But just at our show, you have more freedom because you, you don't really have to worry about the... I mean, you do because as a DJ, you always want to, like... At the end of the day, it's more fun with more people are jamming with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, even if you have a mix, sometimes, like, even when I'm working on that, I'm always considering, like, all right, maybe I try to throw in a couple songs where I know, like, people, like, know this song or maybe know a sample of the song mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Well, maybe, maybe it's a little different when it comes to, like, uh, your shop, like... That's more of, like, turn-up shit. I mean, it's not real artsy-fartsy shit where, you know what I'm saying? The young kids are there. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So they kind of, you know, they they get down with, you know, with the get-down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the new shit. Yep. The turn-up. And yep. so sometimes, you know, we're spinning and, and then you kind of, like, push motherfuckers out the way. <sighs> Let me, you know, you with the hennies <laughs> flowing. Let me get down real quick. You know what I mean? You laughing because you know he's right. He just did a good impersonation right now. If you would have saw the... You know what I'm saying? He just put the motherfucker out the way. Let me turn up this turn up real quick. They got the new Kanye out. I need to play it. For real. Shit brought a fucking DJ on Thursday out of Ona. Oh, you did? Yeah. Thursday? I thought it was going to be Friday. No, well they had a, a, a they had a, a DJ night where it had multiple DJs celebrating the National DJ Day, but oh. it was just it was Thursday. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, Sandra, shout out Sandra and Oliver. Um, they own Aragona Club for like the longest and hold down the South Side, where nobody else holds the South Side yeah. down. Like, so shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out to Damien and oh, Luisito, yeah, Damien. man. The motherfuckers owe me a mix, man. I'm trying to drop for real. Yo, I'm trying to drop you guys' uh, interview, but. I'm waiting for your mix, please. <laughs> yeah, man, shout, yeah. yeah, shout out David, man. You might be seeing him this year, man. Definitely somebody want to get in yeah. the rotation. They're they're both in their own fields. They they getting it, bro. Yeah, definitely. I I, I big them up in in their interview and shit. And it's dope that they're cousins. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I wish oh, yeah. I had cousins that were deep. Well, I did have cousins that were DJing, but they were older than me. Anyways. Well, you know. What were we going to say? You, uh... You DJ Aragona, how was that? Uh, that shit was dope, bro. I showed up. I, sh- I um, like I get, like I said, shout out Santa because she hit me up with the, what's up? Happy National DJ Day. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be at the, sh- I'm gonna be at Aragona after nine thirty. I was like, come through, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. And I was like, oh for sure, bet. And I was already kind of planning on going out because I wanted to. First, I had to meet somebody at eight thirty at my shop. Um, one of the artists that's participating in this art show we're about to talk about. Yeah. Um. So I met up, I met up him, and then um, 
Javier was there. Shout out Javier um, Jimenez from uh, from Rockford. He does. He does. You look long. No, because I was I was thinking to myself like, should I just say everything? But then knowing him, I was like, he don't like the me. He likes to kind of stay in the shadows. In the shadows. So I was just like, he's from Rockford. <laughs> Shout out Hav. Do your research. Yeah. <laughs> Surf the internet, but. Uh, but yeah, we were there because um, Hav was like he's working on some shit for the show too. But as far as like uh, here, here Rockford, um, we're doing like this. Like, here, so what is here? Here, so here is uh, don't, oh yeah, don't, yeah, don't know. So here is our um, art studio slash gallery space, mm-hmm. um, located right downtown Rockford. It's a collaborative effort. Yep, collaborative effort with me um, as RKFD Collection and um, Fatherless. So Fatherless is also a, a local print posse. Um, that prints um, nation and even internationally, um, and we just kind of is our giant. It, I would compare it to like Rob Deirdre's, um Fantasy Factory <laughs> on some art shit though. Yeah, some art shit though. You know, yeah, so, like yeah. we're not doing all the goofy shit because you know Rob Deirdrex was a fucking what skateboarder, right? So he was all had all that shit. We got like all art. the shit to print with. Yeah. Like we got literally to do. We could do whatever we want. And I'm a DJ, so I got all the equipment there. Yeah. And we got a big ass gallery space, so that's why. I, like I, I, I compare it to that because I remember that show. All they were doing was just having fun. So most of the time we're in there, we're, I mean, we're kicking it. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's here. Here, Rockford. We just opened that. This is about going on our second year. It's just a pop up. It's not like something permanent. Um, because I know Javier has um aspirations of buying a building. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a pop up. Depending, depending on how it, it, it we, we, I think we got a whole nother year there, and then depending if it gets to where it could be, you know, and it, you know, and we'll keep it going. Yeah. But we'll see. But either way, um, that's a new spot located right downtown, seven two seven First Avenue, right and behind. Obviously, the, if you haven't been there, this is a place where you've uh, thrown multiple art galleries, um, multiple yep. shows, multiple pop ups. Yeah, but um, but we we just kind of getting started and like right now this year we're really gonna push it. We already got a few shows lined up. Um, where we're really like trying to like encourage um, the creative culture and community here in Rockford to like do something. Like, look, there's a space where you can like do it. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's available for rent, obviously. Definitely. So. So they ha- they have enough space to. Uh, to accommodate, they have a bathroom. We, and, and not only that, it's a, it's a great space for, like, you to, like, literally do what you would want to do. Like, if you want to build something in there, you could, you know, like, yeah. it's big enough to do some crazy-ass shit. Yeah. It just, um, so we welcome ideas all day. Uh, we called it here just because it's here. We're here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, if you, if you ever be, talk with Hav, man, and, or, and shout-out Greg, too. So father, father, part of father, this is um, Javier, Greg, and, and Dave, um, all three of those guys are following this, and they all cool as hell. They're all individual artists as well. Um, but when we're all there at the space together, it, it's crazy because we're all working on different things. Yeah. And it's kind of tight. It's really yeah. dope because everybody's doing their own thing, like, but everybody's working on shit, mm-hmm. and it's tight. And it almost motivates each, uh, all of us too, you know? So, like, just seeing us. Like, even if I, like, if I go in there, because I usually go in there to even chill if I'm just going to go. I mean, there's so much to do in there, but and if, I, if I see Hav, like, putting in work, like putting making art because I've just be making art just just says like I'm gonna have fun real quick. Yeah. I don't have a show or anything. I just want to start fucking with shit. Yeah. And then I'd be like, Yeah, you're right. I should do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I should do that shit. And then at the same time, like right now, he's doing like construction work. Like he's um, so you know how like we built that wall. Well, Rick, Rick's been in there, so I just kind of 
um, going to tell a couple of some renovation because it's such a big space that we could literally just continue to add to it. Mm-hmm. So I was in the in the process of adding to the vibe of creating this like kind of permanent like area where we would have fatherless and arcade D merch at all times. You know, like a little shopping center type. Oh, issue. you guys are making that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally in the process. Maybe like halfway there. Where, where, and where will it be located? So right when you walk in, um, if you've been there, if you haven't, um, as soon as you walk in, you'll be treated to a white wall that will actually now be um, illuminated with a TV okay. that'll have any shows and stuff. Um, yeah, that TV. <laughs> the TV that we put up the other day. Oh, yep. The one we used the other day for the... Other show. Yeah. The Virgil show. R.I.P. Virgil. Yeah. Um, But, so, we got... So, you walk in there, to the right is the gallery space, and to the left was, like, the entrance to our kind of print area slash art space workspace area but now it's gonna be i mean you can still access it through that way but it's gonna be blocked off so when you walk over there it's kind of more like a gift shop so it's kind of like right next to the office right there where the couch is yeah the couch ain't there no more okay but now it's gonna be like we're gonna get a display case so Mm -hmm. we'll have a display case um we got shelving we'll have artwork on the wall Mm -hmm. because just, I mean, like, like we said, like, we got Fatherless, and we got Javier, Greg, and Dave as individual artists, and myself as well, that they've inspired me to kind of get back in the art, because I've been putting a lot of effort, I mean, shit, I do a few things, so, like, putting, doing clothes and DJing, that takes a lot of um, time away yeah. from painting or... On top of your regular job. On top of a regular job, which I'm hope I'm hopefully quitting very soon. Which Rip, is, man, you gonna put that out there like that? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, take a shot for that. Because I'm confident in myself, and we're going to make it happen. Cheers but, uh, to that. Cheers. Oh, yeah. That tastes good. So you uh, you plan on quitting, huh? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to probably put in two weeks, maybe like the middle of February, probably. But I, okay. I, but I. And that's just cause, well, just because um, also, so I, I do construction too. Shout out my pops, showing me how to do all that shit in my fam. But uh, I've been doing it um, little side jobs for like ever, you know what I'm saying? And then last year, kind of like when I kind of really put more effort into it, as far as like, and that was just through, and, and on top of that, most of my shit's always been through word of mouth and Snapchat. I haven't really publicly like put any effort into like promoting the company name and going out there and and actually doing it like getting the license and being bonded and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I've just been kind of doing it like cash. Like what's up? Like yeah, I know how to do this shit. Fucking um, my dad's a carpenter for 35 plus years. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this since I was 15. Like the whole construction avenue. So I got experience. So shit. That kind of inspired me. And then the the cash flow I was making. Last year kind of inspired me to be like on top of the the doing the clothes, doing RKD, um, doing also I also do T-shirts. But again, another avenue that I really haven't put no effort into promoting the company. As far as screen printing, screen printing, um, custom merchandise, custom, yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's one another avenue, and then also the DJing, which in in reality, yeah, we DJs and we're artists first, but we're in in reality we're an entertainment company slash production company. So like. Mm-hmm. Well, nowadays, yeah. Yeah, so now I feel like now... Because, especially for you, 
what you're involved in is not just DJing. You're you're um, making flyers. You're uh, making videos for events that we've done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. And shout the out, list man. Goes on and on. And uh, any and any creative listener right now that does any of those things, if you if you're creative and making flyers or doing video, or you're a DJ, or if you just have any ideas and want to create some stuff, I'm hoping soon that like this year I really want to quit because I want to put full effort into that. And I'll keep myself busy all day, but I want to get enough work that I could get other people involved. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I could be like, hey, uh, um, just hit up somebody. Like, hey, what's up, bro? I got these two flyers for this. this these are the details. Like, this, shoot through the email. Make this flyer for me. Yeah. You know? Uh, and you get and they they got their own fees. So like, I basically have it as independent free. Um, they're all like independent contractors, basically. The same the same setup as a construction company, but for. Um, I mean, any any business kind of set up that way, but it's just how companies uh, phrase their employees. I wouldn't want to call them my employee. I just want to be like, oh, you're a freelancer, bro, but I pay you for your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that way I want to empower everybody to do, do their shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I don't want to do it. I just want to be the guy on the phone. Yeah. Because you've done it enough. I've already been stuff. doing it, yeah. you know? As far as, like, the, the construction shit and then um, also screen printing shit. But I, I like screen printing, though, and I've... Screen printing, I'm still relatively new. I've only been doing it since, well, now seven years, man. 2015. I'm about to buy another machine, too. Shout out. Yep. What kind? A newer one. Well, it's a used one, but it's from someone I know. Um, well, she already got it unlocked, so I guess I can shout him out. Yeah, shout out Jared from uh, Rock for Art Deli. Oh, bought, you buying one of his machines? Well, he just bought an automatic press. Okay. So he just came up. And he got, he got even, uh, I think it's, what was it, an eight, pre- eight color press, ten color press. He has a ten color press and a four color press. I think it's, I think he's selling both, but I, I don't want a ten color one. That's fucking crazy. You want the four color one, like the one? Yeah, we but had. yeah, but I just wanted to be the more. We got a, the one we had bought back in the day. I mean, it was a good like starter off, but like all that shit's old as hell. Like yeah. this one that he has has like more modern, has all the new palettes, everything's mm-hmm. like, and he customized kind of a lot of pieces because that's that was kind of his main main one that he was printing for such a long time. And um, shit, actually, Jared used to be in Fatherless back in the day, so yeah, I just he actually uh printed like when we were starting off mass army clothing and shit. Mm-hmm. He was the first one, he was the one who printed out all, all them shirts for like Benny and Vic and shit, like a lot of shit that we were rocking. That's what's up, shit. But he, but he, he definitely didn't know, I, he was barely starting off, so he was yeah. like, it kind of came out kind of shitty and shit. But <laughs> this is obviously when he was younger, yeah, when but, he was barely starting but off, the, but, but he's the, come a long way now. Hell yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, like, going back to, like, I'm new to fucking streaming, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, it's like how well, we, five years, yeah. Because yeah. think about how, how many, how many years you've been DJing? Over Since, 10, right? Yeah, bro, you're probably looking close to, like, 15 now. That's what I'm saying, like, that's some yeah. years, bro. Yeah, that's some time. Where's, this, where's some shit, bro, like, the, um, it was a kind I'm of I'm still not a millionaire, god damn it. Well, man, I feel like we're all, because you know what it is, like, we the, as you as you live in life, you see, like, how different people get it and how they're doing it, and, and like, damn, and you see, like, oh, I could do that, I could do what they're doing if I wanted to, but it's just, like, one of those things where, like, you choose your life how you want to make it happen, and... I, and there's, I truly believe everybody can make their own money and what they want to do. But is, are you willing to uh, sacrifice. hustle, sacrifice, and hustle the and bustle to get where it's at, to get that level of life yeah. or what you want to do and get paid for what you want to do? Like, are you really when I was younger, bro, and I always say this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, I used to think she was gonna fall in my lap type of shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna become a millionaire. But how am I gonna become a millionaire? Oh, so one day I'm gonna. 
do some scratch offs and I'm gonna become a millionaire. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That that's when you're younger, your mentality is kind of like that. Hell yeah. Oh, definitely. And then you know, you you grow up and you realize you see so many people like I I said this before in past podcasts. The average millionaire has six forms of income. That means he's hustling six different types of way, at least. Well, you know what I'm saying. So that's it's one like, of the things, and that's like, uh, that's why I respect you, Balta, a lot because um, you uh, have a lot of forms of a ways to, to get money. You know what I'm saying. There's no stopping you. There's no quitting you. I, we had this conversation with all the guys. Probably one of the hardest working young cats. A lot of people don't uh, work. You have that old school Mexican mentality. No, of working. Well, that's what I always. That's what I always heard. Like to be honest, that's one of my things. I always say, like, hey man, like. Or anybody, any young kid, like, cause uh, any young kid I've ever tried to like just talk to, try to pick their head, or pick their brain a little bit, yeah. and just try to see what they're thinking. I always, especially if they're biased, like, hey man, you gotta have that fucking same fucking Mexican mentality. hustle, yeah, mentality. You know, shout out my Mexicans out out here doing their thing. Yeah, um, that's an old school mentality. Yeah, you know, like, man, to get it, to get like, it in any way, get it, get it how you I, I, can. Like the hustling mentality, bro. Hell yeah, dude. So like. Nine, I mean, kids, kids today, you know what I'm saying. In this day and age, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, they I don't, don't have that form of uh, one, of the, one of the things. One of the things they always say. I mean, and I'm gonna try my best to try to not. I mean, but it's always gonna get to that point because um, they always say hard times make strong men, easy time make weak men, mm-hmm. and then it, it just like an ongoing cycle. So like you know, like my job is to create an establishment that my next group of people, whether it's my family, friends, or any, whoever's around the, the area is gonna get better but what happens is you know things are so good that you're not putting too much hustle into mm-hmm. it and then it fucking falls and crumbles because the next guy that's been working his ass off is trying to knock you off that top or yeah. wherever you know wherever you're at so it's just one of those things and, and it's really easy to get complacent really easy to get uh very. comfortable in any situation i try to man i always try to encourage everybody um i i, I don't man uh, well, this year we'll see, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to do um, a lot of co- uh, collaborations. Yeah. Like try to really push out to ask people that I know are doing things, whether it's artists, rappers. Um, because that just opens up more avenues for everything. you, for everybody, for everybody, for it, people but, to come in your lane, for people for yeah. you to go in their lane. But like, I mean, just on some cool shit. Yeah, you know but also I like pushing it because I always like just like all right, because I, I always like um, I like hearing people's ideas, and then just being like. All right, well, like, what if you added this to it and did this to it? Like, what about this? Yeah. Or just give them that type of perspective, like, because I'm always wanting to try to, I mean, depending on what what the idea is and depending on, on the situation at, mo- at the hand, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm getting lit, you know, I might not want to hear you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of times. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm, you know what I'm saying? You never know. You never know what I'm on. But, yeah. uh, uh, but. I think, of, I think sometimes, well, I mean, there's. It's whatever, like like we all do it. But sometimes I think people take take you the wrong way because sometimes you be fucked up, and like you you talking in a in a demeanor sometimes where people don't understand you, people don't know you, and you know they instantly want to slap you. <laughs> but man, <wow. laughs> we're not gonna talk about that though. No, that I'm just saying just like time. fuck y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like in general, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, people don't know where you come from sometimes. Where so sometimes maybe when you say something like they want they don't understand you know what I'm saying but sometimes you're you're, you're kind of like 
in certain situations, you you come what, off. What, what level of drunk? Because sometimes when I'm too drunk, you really can't understand me. <laughs> yeah. No. What I'm no. What what I mean is like sometimes, sometimes when you're trying to encourage some somebody to eat. All right, do it then. So when you say stuff like that, that means. You're like, hey, you should, you know, if you could do it, do better. You I know do what I'm saying? do that shit. I do and, do that and, shit. And then people, you're like, and people kind of take it like, well, what the fuck are you talking? You know what I'm saying? I know, but I know I do. I, I, damn, I feel, I feel you on that one. Because damn, for a second, I was like, damn, he about to oh, fuck me up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, but, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like. No, but you, but you went hard on that aspect. Well, to be honest, I have, now that you say that, like the way, what you just said exactly, like, yeah, I do say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm but, so I'm but so but like because it's, it's almost like and and also it's not just me either, man. Because is kind of the same way, and I've spent a lot of time around his ass. Mm-hmm. But like most of the time, like I mean, because most of the time, like yeah, a person can get mad, and you can see that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I say that, you know what I'm saying? So it can like resonate. Yeah, to like, light a fire under their ass. Yeah, because so. like prove me wrong, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like I'm not saying because you could do it. You have yeah. the ideas. You have everybody. The Anybody can do anything as long as they put the time and effort that it takes. Yeah. Like, we've mentioned time and time, like, this is, like, I mean, shit, I'm fucking 30, about to be 32 this fucking year. Whatever. We in our fucking 30s, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been doing this shit over 10 years. Like, we've been kicking it for a minute. Like, yeah. what, what, all the way from, you know, from as a kid in art classes and drawing at home and whatever it may be. Like, all that was work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, the, it, same, the same way that people are. It was are, the same way it was building you up. To yeah. what you were, to where and, you are and in, now, and in anything, like you think about anybody, like Fred Van Fleet, like putting work, and he is where he's at yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. any artist, anybody that's doing anything, like that shit was just like occasionally it does happen. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking there's some unnatural, like, there's or, or like a one hitter. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like dude just like well, what was a I don't know if this is exactly true, but from my knowledge, game kind of started. The game started like when he was older, like just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And he he became quick as it so a bit so just for example I'm just saying that there's successful people that put in a lot of fucking years years and years and years years and years like I always put it into perspective we, like, we we look at Jay Z as being the best rapper of all time but yeah. Jay Z was already old when he was on you know when I he think got what, on what's my homie after always said like oh man oh not anymore because we older than that age but when we were like early twenties we were like hey bro Jay Z didn't drop his first he he didn't make his first money until he was twenty seven yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he said some shit like that and I was like damn like you right you know the, and, and one of the biggest ones like all right like, think about this Walmart Walt Disney all them them guys that started that shit there was in their seventies yeah you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like so. To be honest, when you're when you're youth, when you're your youth, and I say youth is like under fucking forty, you know what I'm saying? Because like that is the age where you can literally. That's when you gotta try shit, and like yeah. if you fuck up, great, you learn mm-hmm. from it, motherfucker. Like sometimes more fuck, some fuck ups are have a greater cost than others, you know what I'm saying? Um, but they're all learning experiences, and you gotta just grow from that shit. Those are L's that a lot of people don't see. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, man. Like, shit. I've, like, we do a hell of events, so we got packed-ass crowds. But, shit, I've been there with crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there where I had to drop money. Yeah. Like, it, there, you win some, you lose some. But you but live. You live. You find you find another day. <laughs> We've definitely took an L in, in, in our, in our uh, journey in this shit. We, we've definitely taken wins, too. You know, I remember clearly one time the first, like we were talking about earlier, the first RKFD show. Um, so many, so many people, yeah, so many people came, so many people came to show love, and so many people were buying shit. 
I remember, I remember that I wasn't part of Arcade the other time. It was just you and Efren. I remember going down to that basement with you guys at Briggs Mansion. Oh, we get ice, and we went to get ice. But I was with, I went down to help y'all. But you guys were like, like little kids, like we were ah, dancing. Yeah, we were dancing. yeah, y'all were, yeah, we were like, y'all were, y'all were getting money. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, no, because no, I just saw the all the shirts just going, flying. Yeah. Like people getting like, damn, you don't got no more large. It's like, yeah, I don't got no more, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then that, that's a proud moment, you know. That's, that, well, as me being like a like a big brother type thing, that's like a proud moment seeing yeah. you guys succeed. You know, this is we're talking about ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was ten years ago. Briggs Mansion. Man, every time I drive by there and it's for sale right now, and I just be like, "Fuck!" Like that motherfucking nice. It's nice, fuck, but I wouldn't live there. I wouldn't live there, but like, I, I hope the if, if somebody would do something. If it's still it, available yeah. in the next yeah. five years, I'm gonna buy that bitch, <laughs> bro. And you know what I'm gonna do to that motherfucker? Like that, mm-hmm. that should be a, that should be the spot. It'd be a club, huh? Real quick. Like, no, make it like the well. You know how like the same vibe is that the shout out the apartment out in Logan Square in Chicago, not Logan Square, Lincoln Park, uh, above Lions Pub. Like that, it was a bar called the apartment, and there it was literally set up like an apartment. It had like couches, yeah. had like this whole little shit, had a cool little vibe. You know what I'm saying? And it was dope. But imagine having a Briggs Mansion. Just I'll call it, just call it Mansion. I, I it. loved it. The only thing is I didn't like the upstairs. Man, that shit was creepy as fuck. Well, bro. that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you would have to just. Uh, I mean, right? Because they had it set up to be classical for what it was at the time. Yeah, I'm talking about you would change some, it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But but I bet you why it's sitting though is because of a historic building, mm-hmm. and I bet you part of the clause of buying it you can't do that. You can't do nothing to it. I mean, that all depends on how long it sits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, I haven't looked into it like that, but like that. It is. It is a classic building. Yeah, you know just saying? like how when we used to have the gallery. Yeah, all the shit we couldn't do to it outside, the outside of it because of, that of the historic building. Yeah, so but, I'm sure that's the same thing. But that would be a cool thing. But man, that van but was it's kind of weird because it has a parking lot in the front of it. You know what I'm saying? So saying. It's like, and it's how, like how historic could it be? It's literally in the middle of the whole shit. But yeah. um, but either way, man, that spot was dope. That event, like a little recap, man. Like, cause one thing I um I want to work on. I remember the after party too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. Hold on. <laughs> we got a lot of stories like well, that, bro. Well, 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 no, that we'll, we'll, we'll just do that one story, one back of the story, just for like a kind of gasp of how far we've gotten. Yeah. For as far as like getting venues, all right? Because you gotta understand, ten years ago in Rockford it was a whole different animal than what it is now. Mm-hmm. Downtown did not exist. We, you know what's that? That's, that's we're we're gonna talk about the after party. That yeah, we're getting there. Well, look, look. Do you remember us going to district first? Yeah. And they, they kicked us out. Yeah, bro. I was going to get there, but yeah. damn. Or, or, I, okay, guess okay. We, I guess we talked. No, no, no. Go, uh, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. I didn't even realize that's what you was going to bring up, bro. I was, I was getting into it, but damn. All right, so y'all got a preview of the pop-up. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny that we made, now, thinking about it, we probably made, I don't know. I don't want to throw a number out there, but we for the bar and all the times we've DJed, we probably made... Over half a million, you know, half a million dollars for that fucking bar, easily. Oh, dude, they made bank. So so much so, so much so that also like I'm trying to like I mean we, hey man, like like I said we we still young like yeah we've been doing this shit for a minute but like we have aspirations to continue to grow. Yeah. So this owning our own restaurant slash bar is yeah, is, is in the future at mm-hmm. some point. So shout out everybody that's gonna be a part of that. Shout out anybody who wants to sponsor us and let us own the that bar. That too. Club. That too. Um, but yeah, tell that story real quick, bro. All right, so man, so this is Briggs Mansion. This is like our first like kind of 
we we would always do events like anytime we did anything um we did events the first thing we ever did was made a hat for, and, that, and i'm talking in regards to rkfd collection which is a brand that we started in 2012 me and efren um but we we started with some hats and i well it started with a fucking logo it started par- it started with parties to be completely honest it's always been about the party and getting people together you know like that dynamic of like people just having a, a good time and and being able to see how people interact and you know different emotions different feels and all that shit seeing all that in one space how people dress you know what i'm saying you know, straight up. know and all that shit this guy checking his fucking phone i'm boring you my boy no no no, 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 no. <laughs> somebody sent me a snap i actually clicked it i feel you no, i'm talking shit but uh but not like that whole fucking vibe but i'm telling you um that's my train of thought bro 2012 um after the briggs mansion we was partying. No, no, that, that's getting to the. You're trying, okay. man. I fuck with Rick. Rick, you want to get right to the juicy part? Uh, uh, <laughs> it just, it just so, it's just so funny to me. Like, no, it is. It is. Mean, at the time, it was different managers, but, but different I'll, everything, but, bro. But was, different time frame. I was trying to like have people understand the way how we were coming, cause like yeah. instead of them like you know just hearing the, the result, but what it was is just you know we we're we we're just started doing all that shit, and then we dropped that hat, and then we did a couple of listening events. At Corman Gallery, shout out mm-hmm. Corman Gallery, Jerry and Doc. Shout out um, Doc and Jerry. And then you know, but those are cool. Those are and we knew what we was doing because we were just basically imitating and taking vibes from Chicago that we saw and interpreting in our way and bringing it to Rockford. Um, so we we kind of kind of knew, and even to this day, anywhere you go, I mean, it inspires you to do different things in a different way, even if it's a dope idea. Or even like for example, like some people don't understand it doing art. But they, like if you walk in, they're like, "Oh, I like this color. I'm gonna paint my room in my house this color." And like, boom, you just made a creative decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, but going back to that whole uh, whole time ten years ago, we did an event at Briggs Mansion right off of State Street. It was literally a old school ass Victorian house mansion yeah, from the 18 like 60s. Or they had just like renovated it, um, and they basically mostly did like weddings, like small weddings there. But we walk in that bitch, me and Efren, Efren, Efren's always, you know, he's the one that found it, obviously, because Efren's always the one that's on the property tip and and always on the business side of things. Um, so we went on that bitch, and uh, I was like, oh, this is epic, bro. Imagine motherfuckers walking in here. And then one of the big things that we learned from Chicago and the reasons we, we stumbled across a lot of, like, art shows and different artists was because events were sponsored, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like... We was college kids. It's not like we were. I mean, I always, I always was in the arts, and I, I love art all, always my whole life. But we went to, we went to when we were living in Chicago. We were in college, focusing on college and worrying about partying, getting on females, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and also, you know, we're in college. You know what I'm saying? We, we broke college students. Like, yeah, we got mo- we got some money, but it's not like we was fucking dropping bottles. Like, well, even though we were behind bottles, because yeah. <laughs> we were scrapping together to make it happen, mm-hmm. but or. We would just be more smart, but one of the one of the main things is uh, we would come across like the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like Alonso was real good at that, and he he kind of inspired me to get into it a lot more too. But just like like looking online and looking for different events yeah. and shit to do. Yeah. And most of the time there was like oh nine to ten free Gregus, nine to ten free India, free course yeah, yeah, yeah. like a mm-hmm. oh, Corona Star event. They got free uh, whatever. You know what, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So like going to different events and just like because. We wanted to do shit and experience shit, but we didn't really have the money like that. But shit, they got free shit everywhere. Yeah. So 
I knew I knew that's a, a, a way of like so going into that like anything we ever done it was always events so going we always thought that were Briggs so when we did Briggs I was like, oh we gotta get Hennessy sponsor but when I hear sponsor that means Hennessy's gonna be free right yeah so that's all it really meant for us like but I was still a fucking low on there I was like if because in in our head we we're like even if even if if we get, if we get contacted by Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. tell us like some shit. That would be a win for us. I'd be like, yeah. damn, you guys, are, you guys saw us. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's tight. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So for us, we're like, man, fuck it. We gonna throw this bitch on there, and we gonna buy this case, and we gonna get this shit out. Yeah. But so you bought a case of Hennessy. A case of Hennessy. We and we bought the. Was it the cause? I think it was the cause. Oh yeah. All yeah, cause yeah. bottles. The, really. The collaboration uh, cause Hennessy bottle. Cause got, bottles that people don't know. They're um. Hennessy, I think they still do it. They uh, they would uh, grab a certain artist and they would collab on the the look of the bottle. Like sometimes you'll see a bottle that is not a regular Hennessy bottle. The label is different. They would have different artists kind of. Um, yeah, they definitely still do it. Yeah, they still do yeah, it. They got they pick a different artist every I, but time. But I think I want to say Cause was one of the ones, the first ones we were. Well, they, well, that was the big one because because they also well this is all pre COVID right, but um, they would host a, a event, you know. Yeah, like they'll have an event for the release, and in Chicago there would be a whole lot of them, man. So man, just seeing how and that that was also very inspiring, bro. Going to a Hennessy event, yeah, and seeing how they did it, just experiencing the way they had everything set up and the way they made you kind of they like is curating curating an event, you know, like yeah. how are people gonna interact in this space. Like that was very inspiring and some shit that I fucking. And at take. the same time, it's kind of like a prestigious thing because you think about yeah. Hennessy, it's not. You're not talking about fucking vodka and shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not talking yeah. about like some bootleg ass shit. You're talking about Hennessy. Yeah, bro. They, they people did, that sponsor they Canelo. Fucking, you know they went. Yeah. They went fucking hard, bro. They knew exactly what the fuck to do, uh, or who to hire to make that shit happen. You feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. these are. I mean, it, the world r- runs around what people do. You know what I'm saying? But. Man, I remember that whole fucking event from the moment you walk in to the whole, like, entrance, the whole vibe of getting everything free. Hennessy, they got drinks, different drinks, yeah. all that shit, punch. Different different cocktails. All types of shit. Or d'oeuvres walking around, like, mm-hmm. super nice little installations and pop-ups that you can take photos in front of. Yeah. This is back 10 years ago. This is just, like, photos. Yeah. Like, people would... So, what, per- what, what you're saying is you're, you're, you were guys were super inspired by all the collaborative things that happened in Chicago. Hell, yeah. You guys going to different bars, clubs, events, concerts, yep. and just seeing the vibe. Hell, and, yeah. And, you know, even, you know, even as far as the saying, Virgil was a big inspiration. Oh, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. You know well, well, on top and of beauty that. beauty bar and just Chicago. Yeah, Kanye, You know what I'm saying? Just the whole... I mean, just, just being in Chicago and being around that vibe... Also, like shout out Virgil. Um, shout out Vic, man. Shout Vic, out Vic too, man. Vic's the only reason we really um, have Vic. any type of memories of Virgil and what he did was um, was um, Vic and Slick Vic. And actually, he'll he'll be in our show. We're gonna end this shit with. But uh, um, you know he cut he he's a barber and uh, he ended up we ended up uh, or Efren ended up running into him in the Kid Cudi signing. Um, Kid Cudi had dropped that man on the moon too, and he went to go try to get uh, go get the album signed. And, and uh, a little backstory for Vic. I mean, there's so many backstories 
There's so many layers to this fucking story. I know, man. We're trying to talk about how deep you're trying to go. But Vic, Vic is, is is somebody that, um, as kids, he had you know he had a barber shop on the south side of of Rockford, and kind of at the time he was like the only motherfucker you would want to get your hair cut in by when you were a teenager. When it comes when it comes to my generation, you came a little bit after me, about to, but when we were growing up. Our shit was like, we got to get a haircut by, by Vic. Because at the end of the day, Vic was the man when it came to the fades. Uh, the lines, bro. He still, he still be killing with yeah, the yeah. lines, bro. Last like, so There's no he, he, um, he pretty much... He's the one who put... Every, like, when people start getting fades, he was the one giving them out to the Mexicans. Hell yeah. That's what... I mean, the... the um, that crispy the, line. The, the, the black dudes, the Morenos, they was getting fades Damn since it. the fucking 90s, 80s and shit. Damn but, near, but when damn it, near had hella Edgar haircuts. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> yeah, we was looking bogus out here. I ain't lying. Yeah, we was looking crazy. We would just, if, if anything, we had a bald haircut. That's it. What's but that? when it came to fades, when I was 12, 13, 14 years old, when it came to fades, Vic was the first person Hispanic giving these Mexican dudes haircuts out here. That's what's up. And in, in Rockford, you know what I'm saying? Hell and I'm yeah. talking about. 99, 2000. You know what I'm saying? I'm that's talking about, up. but maybe it's even before that. I don't remember. Shout out, but Vic. that's my my generation. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. And Shout so this Vic. this is this Vic, and he's still doing it to this day, and and still still making motherfuckers look pretty after all this after all this time. <laughs> no, yeah. but he so, ran so into Effort runs in the fucking Vic, um, at RSVP Gallery, which is uh still it's open today in Wicker Park, um, and it's just so happened to kind of be down the street from our the college apartment. Um, that we was basically lived at for a few years, and um, so we we was there, and well, Ephraim was there because I think I think I had a fucking homework or I had some shit to do, or other, either way, I just didn't go, mm-hmm. or nobody went, only Ephraim went, because again, we're we're still like young as hell, come from Rockford, not really, we're just kicking. I think we was getting fucked up at the apartment or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and a lot of times, Efren was the only one with money sometimes because he was getting Oh, yeah, because he come from the military. Shit. Yeah, so, so he's he the one that had money. He was getting a check every so whatever, you know. Oh, he was doing this thing. But, um, and then he stumbled across Vic and then right away he started talking and then he ended up Vic telling, I guess Vic's, Vic was cutting hair there every Wednesday. Um, so he would come to that shop and he was kind of inside the store at first, he was kind of inside the store. Um, we went a couple times, maybe like three or four times. And then after that, they moved it to the back area of it. But um, and that was closed sessions. No, 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 no. That was still in the same place. This was uh, Mark's studio. So in the back of RZP, right now it's some condos, but in the back of RZP gallery, there used to be like, a, it's, it's still a parking lot there, but instead of the condos that go sky rise right behind it, it was like just a studio space, kind of like, like an old garage, but they converted it into a studio. So it was like this big ass white brick, like where the garage of the cars were, but everything was painted white, white floors, white everything. And then there was like a little sunroom and that's where Vic cut. And above that little sunroom was like a little like loft, like little small, like like really small loft, just a little bed. Mm. But then the, the loft was right next to it, it went upstairs and then underneath it was the kitchen and living room. So it was a dope little spot. Um, but that's where they did a lot of their shoots. Like they had all the backdrops set up. They would do the product shots there. They would have their the ch- the dry erase boards with like the to do lists and mm-hmm. all types of shit, bro. Like all types of shit. And, and you guys, we we would see that. We would yeah. see that where we're gonna wait in front of getting a haircut. Like yeah. I'm coming with my backpack, just walked all the way from UIC, hopping the blue line, hopping off, about to walk to the crib, and I'm like, I'm gonna stop by and get my fucking haircut with Vic. Yeah. 
and he would hook us up. Like, he would charge us, like, love price because he already knew. Yeah. And then... Because over there, I'm sure he was charging different Yeah, different he was charging different prices, but he would charge us, like, the OG prices. The rocker like, prices. Yeah, the rocker prices also because he knew, like, shit, yeah. college students. Yeah. But he, he would always... It, he would always hit side through because I would just hit him up or like a lot of times what would happen we would just all come like whatever we're doing what classes because we all we went to school well most of us <laughs> and then uh, we would all congregate there and it'll be Wednesday and it was super fun Wednesdays super fun yeah. and then Easy would always be like hey, it's Jordan Wednesdays so it's like everybody rock Jordans and people people don't realize what super fun is which is the big party you know yeah but a, a lot a lot of people that do a lot of things now in, in the world all originated from fucking so chicago from that and that time, group yeah. that virgil was a part of um obviously it kind of was encouraged and inspired by kanye too yeah kanye, was, kanye was the main kind of like the innovator for everybody yeah. that inspired that group of people that includes yeah. don c jerry lorenzo I, you know, and, everybody you know what and, I'm saying? yeah i've been jasper everybody and, you know what i'm saying and virgil for sure i mean virgil is his own thing too and he inspired this whole other group you know yeah but that was all that moment at the time, I didn't know what the fuck who the fuck Virgil was. I knew I knew he was from from Rockford because Rock because Vic was say. Because I would, I would have wheeled always asking like, well, how the fuck are you coming here? And he was like, oh Virgil and all this and all that for show. That was like from Rockford. And I, and at the times I would interact with Virgil it was always like, oh what's up? Because he yeah. knew who we were from Rockford. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So. And we was in school too, and he was all about school too, you know. So. Yeah. Because he got his. I think I think no, he was already out by the time. I don't know, but I just remember he always knew we were college students. And not only that, um, we was always around the interns because all the interns there, um, shout out David, Austin, mm-hmm. they they went to college. That's the dude that did a video. Yeah, they, David. David. All right, so yeah, going to like, even, man, see, everything I've ever, ever experienced, it kind of inspired me to do what I'm doing. Because, like, just seeing Dave, uh, what David was doing at these, uh, at Superfun, actually, just to see the, the edits he would do and how he would record them and, how that kind of motivated you to want to go? Yeah, is all in, in and it, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's all integral I, I, to. I can see. I can see how his videos um, inspired you as far as the pop, pop, pop. It's like when the video is like the yeah, video like, you're shooting. You're, you're like one, two seconds of a of a certain section, and then it's like gone. it's moving. It's constantly. It's constantly. Yeah, cause cause one of the biggest things I learned from or, or learned from him from just seeing him do his thing. Um, was just even because I remember seeing the recap video for an event I was at, and I was like, man, this motherfucker looked like it was cracking, but it was like decent, you know what, yeah, what, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looked like it was yeah. it was packed. It was like eh, it's alright, mm-hmm. but this motherfucker made it seem made like it seem like he was juking, cracking, bro. Mm-hmm. So th- that's when I was like, damn, that's the power right there. Yeah, and that's why I've always do like I've always done that on my videos. I try to, you know, mm-hmm. even when even if I know it's like not. What it is, I'm gonna make sure I get something, you know. Yeah. Because every opportunity is an opportunity to get it better, or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So going off all this shit, learning all this, like being exposed to all that, we was doing. We, we put the, all that knowledge into hosting and putting together an event in Rockford at Briggs Mansion. We did all that shit, and we and not only that, we weren't screen printing at the time. We had to go through Gorilla Graphics. Damn, they closed down already, but shout out Gorilla Graphics. Yeah, shout out Gorilla um, Graphics. They printed, they, they were our first printers. Um, and our hats, our embroidery, it was this guy in Woodfield Mall that Efren and I came across. And so like, like a kiosk so, with like Yeah, so we used to get our KFD hats embroidered at the mall in Woodfield, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. first, the first like maybe 100 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, kind of we just been sourcing and whatever. But Was it cheaper to go the route that you're going now? 
Oh yeah, hell, well now I mean, cause at the end of the day, like now it's like building, like a uh, uh, a partnership with the business, cause they know every year you're gonna order mm-hmm. X amount of, you're gonna spend yeah. X amount of dollars, so they'll work with you okay. for anything, you know. When 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 you're at a kiosk, it's like a flat the flat rate. Yeah. Of I mean, he's still doing his thing, but it's almost like it's more like not as. Yeah, you know, it's it, a business business. Yeah, it's a little different yeah. way of uh, handling the business. But either way, going into doing the hats and then we're getting the product for the show included with the box of Hennessy and the installations. Um, go, again, going to or not to experience and and um, shout exposure. Out your, shout out your going to his basement because y'all motherfuckers. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> hell yeah! Even to this day, Sound is always down to help us out with anything as far as like, oh, if I, if I got some shit that you could use. Yeah. You're more than welcome to use it. Yeah, we, we shout out Cito too. He's back out in Chicago. I mean, out in Mexico. But uh, he uh, he was like, "Yeah, me to Sandra, man. They got so much shit in the basement." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." What like, you could use? I remember, I remember seeing um, we, we, bed um, posts. Yeah, bro, we we used two <laughs> bed posts. It was like some fancy wooden bed bed posts. We got we got we got two of them. And I we, think some we chains. Had, no, we had like some fancy rope because it was oh, regs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we got like them that nice gold rope. Yeah. And we put a shirt through it, and then we had a red light. It was dope. We yeah, we yeah, put a little that. effort into every little because at the end of the day we wanted people to be able to take pictures of it. Yeah. Because this is also a time, 2010, like 2000s was like everybody when I was in high school everybody had a fucking digital camera like no mm-hmm. the, the people had phones but the 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 quality on the picture was shit so like people were carrying like them little mini digital cameras like Alonzo used to have one on deck I used yeah. to get, I had one my brother had one everybody fucking had one you know what I'm saying until like the fucking phones started getting legit you know what I'm saying but yeah. Before before we had good mega megapixel cameras and shit. For real. As far as your phone goes, Definitely. everybody had a digital camera that you know what I'm saying. Even then, they they look like shit, but you know what I'm saying. Hell they yeah. look better than the phone. <sighs> cheers, by the way. We just took another shot. But yeah, fucking digital cameras. But yeah, either way, we we always or not even that. Just we wanted people to be like. When they talk about the event, when they ask how was it, they had something to say. It was basically an art installation throughout throughout that whole yeah. reunion. Because like, we wanted it to be you like got, you guys put up the clothes of what you made, but you made it look like an art installation. You yeah. And then and then at the end, the back room, it was where the bar was at, which free Hennessy, and there was a table for people to want to buy things. Yeah. We had a good a good amount of stock, and it was the table was full. And we had our friends helping us. I mean, everybody. It was also a group effort. I had a lot of people helping me with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- fast forward to we opened the doors and um, and actually at the, at, and this is one this is our, us starting off too. So like we didn't even have we didn't have any like because we just we just put all our effort into making sure people were there and mm-hmm. kind of closer. But like we didn't think about like for DJ, I think we just had a playlist on the. Sounds yeah, you guys had. Just had. I think you guys then, had fabulous uh, mixtape playing the whole time. Yeah, so no, you guys had made, had made a playlist, but yeah. that was the, the, the yeah. The, we didn't. We did We just kept it there, and then we had. We didn't have no photographer. We didn't have no uh, videographer. Oh, you know? the, one of the, the funniest parts of that whole event that I remember is because a lot of um, older white people showed up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So like like you said, the only thing you guys served there was Hennessy. Hennessy with Red Bull or Hennessy and we didn't have nothing else but guys Hennessy and water. I think we had water. Yeah. Too. So people, and and I think you had Coke too. And you had shout out Dulce. You guys had her uh, bartending. Yeah. I mean, because we have catering experience. So. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> we so Mexican. She, we yeah. do everything. <laughs> so she was basically behind a little bar. You know what I'm saying? She was serving motherfuckers. Yeah. But it was so funny to see um, like these white people, and it might have been Jockey and De- um, 
Doc and Jerry. No, it no, might have been like. No, that's why I always shout out Doc and Jerry because. And and it was just a random amount of white people. You know what I'm saying? Like older, older. You're you're talking about 50s, 60s year old people, and. This is a this is a bunch of hood ass little kids in here, you know. Not hood, but I mean we're younger, obviously. Yeah. We're in our fucking early twenties, and I just remember like them going to the bar, and they're you know you you know, an art show nowadays you're, they're they're kind of used to like hey wine and you know maybe a beer or two or something you know something. All we had was Hennessy, and I just I just thought it was so funny. They would go to the bar. Oh, what do you guys have? Oh, they, had, they had a shot Hennessy. of it. They had, That's they, all we got is Hennessy. They had they were drinking Hennessy. Like oh it was my god, wine. I've never I've never. I, I want to say you guys had apple juice too, though. I think you had apple juice and, and Coke. Maybe. For mixers. For mixers, yeah. We had wine, though, too, bro. Did y'all? Yeah, I, I would assume so because because Dulce was there. I don't remember, bro. Cause I, I think we did. What bro. I distinctly remember is these white people coming up to the bar and be like, No, actually, oh, we, we, no, we had wine at the next one. I think I think after the first one, we were like, I right, yeah, yeah, have yeah, options. Yeah. <laughs> we just gave everybody like, oh, I've never, you know, they, the motherfuckers never had that shit. So, but they were drinking it. I mean, they were like, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Hennessy seen apple juice in this motherfucker. I thought it was the dopest shit ever, <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and then, and then sure enough, it, Regardless of the learning experience, like people showed up, yeah, and people were buying shit. Yeah, they were. So it made it all worth it. Like, and then, yeah, and then that was I that. mean, all the shit that you guys went through for that time, yeah. it definitely it puts you on um on a on a on a oh this this could be something type of shit, you know what I'm saying that yeah. that instantly got went into your minds you know yeah. what I'm saying and I can see it I was like this could be something you know what I'm saying. A lot of the people there were just there to guys support you. Number one, like they were your homies, they were your friends. But then there was a good amount of people that you didn't expect to, well, to be there. Well, that's you know my thing. Like I feel like I feel like every all my friends or everybody that was there, everybody saw that. Yeah, because we we always kick it. But yeah, the fact when you saw other people was there, it was yeah. like oh shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody was there. Mm-hmm. Everybody felt the vibe. Yep. It was a good experience. We went. <laughs> it was a time where I needed some help to get some ice. Cause Dulce was doing her thing, bartending, so we didn't try and help her out with the bar back activities. Yeah. So we went back to the kitchen. But I don't. It was in the basement. We went back to the kitchen, and it was me. Efren was back there too, and you went back there. Yeah. And me, Efren just. And looked, the basement is like a. It was downstairs. Yeah. And then we ever look at each other. And we, we just be like, we, this is the first time we're able to really like interact because yeah. he's he's entertaining. Because he's running around. Yeah, like he's running around or talking to people. Yeah. Because like, Efren was I was the uh, the art aspect of it. Everyone was the people person, you know. Yeah. I was still very not not like comfortable Talk in talking with people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was a real introvert. Yeah. Um, but Efren was always always very well spoken. The social butterfly. Yeah, like always really well spoken and ready to speak about things. Because yeah. he would he would always have stories of like when he's playing this T-shirt, he'll be yeah, like yeah, yeah. descriptive as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably had an A plus in English 101 and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He had A plus and bullshit. And that's what he had. That too, <laughs> but uh, but either way, the first time we see each other, and right away we just be like, "What's up, bro? We started yeah. out, we yeah, started yeah, out, and we started doing a little happy dance and yeah, shit." Yeah. And then Ricky's all like, "Y'all mother, <laughs> yeah, laughing." I was I was dying, bro. <laughs> but it, it it was something that was like, "Man, this is dope, man." Yeah, motherfuckers. But yeah, I don't know how much y'all pulled in. Well, just just we'll we say spent it, it that was, night. I know y'all did. You know what I'm that's why I didn't want to say. I got an idea what y'all made, but I didn't want to say it. We spent most of it. I remember I woke up in the morning like, damn, that's all I got left. Like, fuck. <laughs> nah, but shit. After, so after the Briggs, you know, we had a good time there. 
And let's um, just say it was over. Maybe maybe you guys went seven to ten or something like that, six to ten. Yeah, something like that. So it's like literally, I think it made me to nine, maybe. I don't know if I recall. Something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But either way, so pretty much we're leaving. And shout out all the homies. You know, yeah. everybody's helping us break down and take everything with us. And we all like everybody's. I was trying to kick it, so we all went to. We were like, we're gonna go for that part. We didn't set that part up. Cause not thinking. Not thinking. Be I mean, this is our first time. I mean, this yeah, is our first yeah, shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? First time doing shit. Um, and and also, I mean, rockers are different vibe at that yeah. time you know what I'm saying so it wasn't so easy to just go like oh I'm gonna go ask these guys to go do this you know what I'm saying like, yeah. so we're like fuck let's go to district and district had just kind of opened up maybe like maybe a that year, year, a, or the, a year or the year before, before or some shit like that yeah. uh, so so we went there and you know and so I'll tell anybody that's ever been out to any bar. I mean, not it's not I'm not trying, I'm not trying to diminish any bar in this in Rockford or anywhere, really, because all these bars exist everywhere. But there was a very almost feel like stigmatizing slash um, almost like a vibe where you'd be like, damn, like you don't you're like kind of you're being judged in some way, whether it's based on your race or your clothes or whatever it may be. There was some type of judgment being passed when you're trying to go to these, like certain bars, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at the and and it's usually and, I mean, and, it, and it's cool. I mean, you know, pe- people have the right to have their own beliefs or whatever. But one of those things where it's like, man, you just have to be respectful for people. Um, one of the things, uh, the reason I bring it up, just because like a lot of the owners too are older, and they're used to more like that. They know a vibe that they grew up on, mm-hmm. rock. You know, a different type of vibe, and they're they're trying to. You can you can't expect somebody that that have a hip hop night for an owner that doesn't even know what like that encompasses and what yeah. that means, you know. They're but, gonna be scared. They don't know what it is. They don't know. And that's bound to happen to everybody. Well, yeah. it, it all depends on how you structure your shit, right? Yeah. But uh, us being Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. growing up in rock, we have two different visions of what we think a party should be. Definitely. We could be your Mexican side. Which is a straight turn up too. Yep. Or we could be the straight party vibe where yep. you know, what we do as well. And, you know, we're we're obviously we come from a different background, so we, you know, I just specifically remember we walk in the district, everything was cool at first and they they were tripping about the hats. The hats we were wearing. Mind you, I just uh had an RKD event where everybody bought these hats. Yeah. I think we had like fifty hats. They're yeah. all sold out. Mm-hmm. So I imagine just <laughs> hella people walking in with hats. Yeah. So and you know they're they're, they're ball caps. They're, they're you know they're snapbacks. And then on top of that, bro, you guys got there before us. Mm-hmm. Me and Efren kind of like stayed behind a little bit because we had to do our accounts and yeah, and know what the fuck we were dealing with. And we mm-hmm. basically went <laughs> we did our accounts and then we fucking yeah. split it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say. How much it was because say it. when I woke up no, because when we woke up in the morning it, it was gone. <laughs> say it. <laughs> nah. Nah, man. How much you think okay, don't say how much uh the actual count was. Well, we'll talk about that after when we get to the part part. Okay. So we're we're at district and one of the managers or I don't know who it is, start tripping because they, they want us to take off our hats. And we're like, We're already we've been here for like half an hour already, like yep. chilling. They're tripping. And then we get there. We're like, fuck it. We're out. But it was like 50 people. Yeah. 
the bar was empty. Yeah, the bar was empty. Fifty people. We walked in there, and I remember when you guys were already dealing with it, and me and yeah. Efren walked in. And we were like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, "Oh, they don't want us to go out heads." And I, and we tried to talk to them like, "Hey, dude, we no, just and we were already in. That's yeah. the thing. Like they let us in already. We already yeah. ordered drinks. We already. No, nah, we, we got there late. By the time you guys yeah. already made the decision, like, are we leaving? And yeah, like, you know, like. I remember I forgot who said maybe it was you. It was like let's go to Palmas, boy. You know what I'm saying? Palmas, fuck it. And I was like, I was like, all right, bet let's fuck it, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Because me, Efren got there like ready to be like ready to spend money. Like me, Efren was there to be like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We drink. (laughs) But uh, it just so happened to be Palmas had a better fucking liquor selection. Dude, I swear. Um, I think at the time, Juice was man. This guy named Juice was the manager there, and um, John was like, um. John Griffith, yeah, John, John, John was fucking there, and um, and I don't even know because I, I know that fucker for a while, and I've seen him so many, so many fucking times, but he's been there. I because John was the one that kind of recognized it when we we got there and then we left, because it was like imagine like your bar is empty and you got fifty people trying Coming, to drink, trying yeah, to drink, drinking, yeah, like we're trying we, to spend some money because like, we drank at Palomar, yeah, so we got fucked up. Oh at hell Palma. yeah! So like, so like as as we're like as the moment you made as, and the moment we announced it. Is the moment um, they were like, hold on, hold on, where y'all going? Yeah. No, it's too late, and bro. And then I was like, nah, you fucked up already. Like, yeah. we tried to talk. Uh, well, yeah. well, they, you guys tried to yeah. talk to him. So I was like, and I think Juice had walked away at that point or some shit like that. Yeah. Or, or I think he came back, but at that point. It might have been Juice. It might have been the dude, Mikey. I don't remember. I don't remember everybody's name, but I just yeah. remember people that used to work there. Yeah. But I remember John was the one that like, dude, like, it's cool. I was like, dude, don't even worry about it. But like, hey. You guys, yeah. gotta, you guys gotta do better, you know what I'm saying? But either way, fast forward, then we're like, fuck it, let's go to Palmas. And Palmas, um, I mean, you probably see it now if you drive on the south side of uh, Rockford. It's not open no more. It's on that abandoned strip right when you pass Morgan before you get to Chiquita. But, uh, I mean, it was a bar that was barely opening at the time. And they had just renovated the shit. Because yeah. if you notice, the rest of that fucking block is dead. Yeah. And to be honest, it kind of put it. It was one of those spots where it was like, "Oh damn, they about to renovate this whole fucking block." Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a good thing where people could have expanded. Yeah. That, that night they didn't have nothing going on. We walk in. It, well, it was, but it was decent in there. Yeah, they, they had some. They had some shit. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't packed in there, but they had uh-huh. like the regular nights that they were yeah. doing. But fucking people were there already. We yeah. walked in fifty deep. Just started. Going and if you've been, if it, Palmas, it kind of has a wrap, like a, to be honest, it's kind of weird as hell because it's like a big ass, like, circle. And on the right side, like the, the right side of the bar, it's like a little hall, like a little small passageway where you're walking to go on the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did it that way, but either way, we was kind of like right at the entrance, that whole little concord of people. I want to say that, people. I want to say that the, the original bar, which was Guadalajara, maybe it was something else before, but it was just that side of the room. So the rest of it wasn't all that. It wasn't the club the part, the stage, connected, con- the day. connected with the restaurant. So I'm thinking it's that like spot. you walk in and then it's just a round circle bar and then you just if sit you around think the about bar. It, if you think about it, that spot was dope, bro. It had the yeah. restaurant, the venue space, the bar. Yeah. It literally was like, you're right. They just knocked on the walls. So it was yeah. restaurant, venue, bar. Yep. So I think that's what it was, was for a, on the bar side. That was a good ass layout effort, yeah. right? and it's still there. Shout out anybody that wants to put the balls into opening something right there. I saw me. Man, I good. I got. I remember that night clearly, man. We just getting we're drinking, drinking Hennessy. Tig was there. Dulce was there. R.I.P. Caesar. Caesar was there. Yeah, man. Um, man, yeah, man. We were just having a good ass time. 
and a lot of good memories. Dude, yeah, so, I mean, I remember I'm not going to say exact, but it was over five between me and, me and Ephraim. What you spent? That we didn't have in the morning. <laughs> what you mean? What you, what, what, you just 500? Nah. Uh, don't even. <laughs> you went that far, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put And got in by the bottles. I'm talking from both of us, though. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, like, uh, we spent a lot, man. Yeah. You, you you saying between both of y'all, y'all spent, like. I, I, would, I would say upwards of that. Like, around that. Goddamn. That Palmas. Shout out to Palmas, man. Because you understand, like, I remember I remember we were buying shots to everybody that was already there. Shots. For everybody in the yeah. line type shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not, not. I mean, I, I don't recall doing that, but I just remember like, like yeah. kind of saying what's up to everybody at the bar. And then, there was a lot of females there, and, and you what know, we, we knew, here. we knew. I ain't trying, to, I ain't trying to put no names out there, but like there was some people there that we knew, you know, some, some females that we knew. So yeah. I'm over there, like, oh yeah, for sure, I got all y'all groups. Like, what's yeah. up? I get all y'all shot. And that happened multiple times, so like that shit could add up quick, real quick. Yeah. Nah, but hey, those are those th- that those are stories you can tell right now. You know what I'm saying? But I, I say upwards of five thousand. Well, that because it it wasn't just that day. It was like this was, whole like weekend type situation where we were just like. So I feel like yeah, I was gonna our, say I thought it was like three. No, 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 no. I'm saying we we could we could spend that, but like my thing is like I think the whole week, like the whole week was like, like yeah, damn. Yeah, as, as far as uh, the the build up to. The event and shit? Yeah, so like I feel like we just like the same way as quickly we got it is as quick as we didn't have it. Yeah. But then the second event we did, we did a lot better production wise. Yeah. Added the DJs, added you know, different shit. But this time we had the after party set and we also, you know, came what in What was the second one? A photo envy. Photo envy, photo envy. Which one was that one? I don't care. Jefferson. After where um, Ko did a shout out Ko did his the not the first one but that dope ass deal the Marto show yeah yeah but I don't remember what show it was that we did there with the RKD spray painted in the world Ko did oh, the live runway show yeah. with the asses yes, 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 yes. <laughs> conveyor well, it, it well, turned into conveyor yeah yeah it turned yeah. into conveyor yeah but it was photo envy. That was a dope one too. That was a dope ass spot too, man. Shout I out love, all the I, guys. I love that whole vibe. That, that whole guy, that whole spot that was, was dope. So that was like another creative group in Rockford that don't get much. Well, you know what? They all moved. Though. That's what happened. They all yeah. left Rockford, but that was a dope creative group. It was Junkin, Kyle. Um, I think the only one I ever see right now is I think his name's Whitney. No, no, no. I forgot his fucking name, but I see him. He's black dude. The black dude. Yeah, yeah. Damn, he cool though. He cool. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. Damn, but either way, um. The one with the 6-4 that, uh, 6-4 that. Man, I got it on the tip of my tongue. I just trying to remember. But either way, man, shout out all them guys. Like, they had a dope-ass little spot. Yeah. Like, a gallery spot, too. It was just a big open space. Dope. The walls are painted mm-hmm. dope. Because they had, like, a black, white, green concept. Because they were all photographers slash videographers. Yeah. So they had a studio for them to do their work. And then, uh, KO, uh, had, um, well, before, before even before the K uh, the show, but the, uh, I'll shout out to Kale. The only, only reason he came across it is because he had got it. He did the, the, the other day. The yeah, other but month. even before that, like maybe the week before his show was going to be, that's when, because we already knew he was setting it up. So we we was looking for a spot. So we hit him up. So we kind of already had it kind of scheduled. But when mm-hmm. he did his show, I was like, damn, 
Kill mm. and Ham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Ko, man. He did. Yeah. Like, he did uh, as far as the art scene. He oh, did a lot for the art scene man, in Rockford, man. First of all, anybody for people that have done dope shit in Rockford, Ko's definitely up there, and he 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 moved out. He lived doing his thing out in Las Vegas right now, but uh, definitely respects to him, and he he also inspired me to do like good shit, and also uh, when it comes to like working with artists, telling telling the artists no. Okay. Cause he he's quick to be like he he like he was like man no like, I'm gonna make sure the show's good like if I see an artist that's like, not or or like up or because, to part to what he's well not like that it's one of those things uh, where I'm talking about where um let's say you got featured artists and an artist you know might paint three new artists for that show particularly mm-hmm. and they might have like already like five or ten paintings like on stock so they're gonna try to bring a lot of paintings right. And 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 they're gonna uh, like well shit, I'm I'm down to show all this you know what I'm saying, yeah. but you gotta be like well look um, this is dope this ain't type of shit or or not even that but just like this looks better for what the, yeah, yeah, this yeah. particular show and what you want to mm-hmm. convey you know, so so just being able I saw kind of seen that's where I've seen him like I learned kind of how to do shit like that as far as like working galleries mm-hmm. kind of seeing him interact do the, the stuff like that that was dope. Um, Going into and also you know like another thing that he, that he did dope was actually having an actual art piece on a big ass wall. You know what I'm saying? Like him doing a whole piece. He did it at the Calgary 2213, and he did it at that show too. The Day of the Dead show. Yeah, man. Like the actual like that day the the that show where it's at now with Buddha kind of headed on um, spearheading that and doing his thing. Um, that he he continued that same vibe from Ko, but that whole vibe was definitely initiated by that. No, let's make that clear. He, he continued that show from Ko, then us, and then he continued off of us because we did it before him. I guess you're right. I forgot about that. We did, but I want to make that clear, Buddha. Damn, I'll play. No, that is true. But it's because I the I, I guess the only thing they could say about well we it's because. Obviously, we had just got the gallery, so we was all trying to promote that space. Yeah. So we made that show mm-hmm. that has a potential that could be a weight, like huge show, which it is. Yeah. But we just we try to utilize the space. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's during the winter time, so it's not that we could do something outside. Yeah, um, it's cold at the time. But something that would have been tight is to do. A, I remember we were talking about doing a festival in that parking lot. The one next door. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the first thing we were talking about. Remember? No, that show would have been epic. Yeah. Imagine. Motherfuckers next door wasn't well, well, that's what RSVP galleries used to do in the back in that yeah. parking lot. They'll throw parties. Mm-hmm. So like, I already already in picture. I pictured that event like back there, and I was like, damn, that'd be dope. Shit, even now, man, we so still got. It's just a, in general an outside event. Man, yeah, I got some ideas. Man, shout out all y'all, man, for listening to us. I know we going off tangent like a motherfucker. We got an hour and a half. You know what? Let, let's get into uh. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up because I know y'all like we going. I mean. It's cool, man. It's that's cool, what it it's is. It's cool vibes, but we definitely go off tangent like a motherfucker. No, nah, but that's what it's all about. That's what a, oh, that's what a <laughs> podcast is about. That's true. But let, let, let's let's finish off with um, your event that you got coming up, uh, Fresh Fridays. Fresh Fridays. So this is um, basically an event you've been doing for the last couple of years. Well, f- not not the last couple of years. COVID, my boy. I mean, <laughs> the fr- let's say the first one you did. Well, all right, so. Um, Fresh Friday started maybe like 2018, 2019. I had a few of them um, at that time, and it was basically Fresh Fridays is a multidisciplinary art show, having um, encompassing different select artists and brands, 
um, from the area at the moment, you know, um, just because I'm trying to, I know I'm creating this event in Rockersville, so I try to highlight certain local people and um, part of the main, um, when you're curating the event, it goes into the fucking, the best artists and also, not the best artists, but the uh, artists that got like, a certain vibe that's going to work together and also have the opportunities to have their own um, artwork featured by different cohorts of people. So, like, if one artist could bring, you know, their five, ten friends, slash family members or whatever vibe they want to bring, it's going to inter interact with every artist and every brand a part of it. So that's kind of what we um, try to encompass with that event. But m moving past the pandemic, um, now that we got the space here at Rockford that we had mentioned earlier, um, um, wanted to bring it back um, to the here um, and kind of reestablish it there and fucking have the um, have it quarterly, you know. So originally Fresh Fridays, though, to be honest, was from that RKFD show, which was what the third or fourth. I mean, that was 2018, but originally we did the did the RKFD art show. That was a dope show. Shout out anybody that was at that show. A lot, of effort, a lot of effort went into that. Um, and then also, that kind of inspired a continuation of that vibe, which turned into Fresh Fridays. But um, going off of that, Fresh Fridays is February 2nd. Excuse me, going off a little tangent and just random that shit because I'm a little slurred. We kind of got half this bottle of Hennessy almost there. Half this bottle of Hennessy. You, you, know you on half a joint. Yeah, half a joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like... I'm a little slurred right now. Yeah, you you definitely I'm uh, leaning. You leaning? <laughs> uh, basically, February second. Well, I'm not leaning like drinking, but like physically, well, I'm well, leaning. What day is this, man? Um, it's next Friday. Well, this is dropping on Monday, right? So it's well, no, it'll it'll drop. Um, when's it dropping? Next next Saturday. Next Saturday. Saturday or Sunday. Our right, best is going to be the day after Fresh Fridays. No, because Fresh Friday is in two weeks. All right, bet. next weekend is the Onyx. I bet. So the coming up Friday, it'll drop pretty much the week before the first Friday of February. The week of um, um February. But well, the first week, the, the first Friday of 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 February is Friday. Let's say it'll, it'll drop the week of um first Fridays. But so February fourth Friday at here Rockford, we got um. What's the address again? Seven two seven First Avenue six one one zero four. Time. From 7 to 11, we got DJ Rick Monster, we got um, Skyler, we got Slick Vic, um, Skyler from Culture Shock. Um, uh, along, starting off with the brands, we got Culture Shock also represented. We got Morgan Rich, um, we got Otherworld, and we got my brand, RKFD. Um, for artists, uh, oh, we also got the, my bad, I also, we also got the High and Mighty for clothing brands. Um, shout out Calvin. Um, and then we also got Kelvin. Yep. Shout out Kelvin. Yep. He was, he got, he's going to have his brand represented there. For artists, we got eight artists, I believe. Let me make sure I don't fucking forget. I'm going to look at my phone, too. But we got Alyssa Reyes. We got fucking Nancy Villa, Brett Whithart. We have Tempest, all the way from Oregon. Brett Whitaker, isn't it? Brett Whitaker. What, what did I say? Whit Hart. Oh yeah, definitely fucked that up. My bad, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Brett because he was the artist that I had mentioned earlier that stopped by. 
he did quite a few uh, of the murals in town. Oh yeah, he's de- he's definitely year. a muralist. He's he's definitely tapped into the whole uh, like get paid to paint walls type yeah. shit. That's tight. I need to do that. But yeah, we got Giselle too, Brandienda. We got Jacob Polhill. Um, we got Jesse uh, Putri. If I'm fucking up, if I'm, if I'm butchering up your names, my bad. Puntry, I think. I could definitely uh, understand it. Um, my name is Balta. Like I hear that shit all the time, so <laughs> I feel y'all. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Jimenez. Um, and I think I named everybody. Yep. Shout out to Lisa. Yep. She cool. So seven two seven First Avenue. Yep. Seven two seven First Avenue. It should be dope. It should be cool little vibe. I got some. I got a bar. The gonna, first Friday of February. Yep, we're gonna have we're gonna have a bar. We got Mi Gordito representing slash their um, new name pending. I don't know what it's gonna be called exactly, but they're working on it. But Mi Gordito is gonna be, uh, which is a restaurant off of off of Second Street in Chesley. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're gonna be setting up, have micheladas, palomas, and all the but. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, shit, man. Balter, I appreciate you coming on. Hour and a half. You probably the longest podcast I've had. Was just fucking it happens all the time. Even the first one was long as fuck. I don't remember. Hey, man, nah, it wasn't that long. You could tell that we we got I got more slapped as the fucking podcast went on. So I, we're gonna even. take the shot before we the last <laughs> one before we. Uh, yeah, but it's ended with a shot, man. We started it and look, man, already lit again. Yeah. But it's cool though. It's Saturday I'm night. We'll finish the rest of the time. I already know. Maybe, I they don't gotta know that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Uh, cheers, uh, man! Thank you for coming on. About to, um, another episode. It's been a year and a half. The last time you on, uh, I'm looking forward to your mix too. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's coming soon, very soon. Shall we could head over there to here? <laughs> but uh, no, shout out to the internet. Shout out to the podcast world. I fuck with y'all. Do y'all thing. Be smooth. Yeah, February fourth, I believe. February fourth. Come check us out at Here Rockford. Yeah, Here Rockford, seven two seven. It should be dope. Seven two seven First Avenue. Um, all yeah. all ages. Um, just you know, yeah. Any, uh, no unaccom- uh, unaccompanied minors. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no little kids in that bitch unless they. Yeah. But uh, either way. Um, definitely mask up. Do your thing. Yeah. And wear your condoms. Wear your condoms. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, we're, we're gonna. F- f- uh, f- we're gonna sign off with this last shot real quick. Dudes. Take this shot. For sure. <sighs> shout out to Palmas. Hey, shout out to freaking RKD. Shout out. Yeah, shout out everybody in the building. Shout out everybody um in RKD. If RKD in the building, that means money in the building. Shout out Money Mayo. Oh, damn, that sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> Peace out. Eight times down. <laughs>